Looking at this character, Dixon just really stood out for me. He is nothing like anyone I can relate to in terms of, you know, he lives out, you know, in in America. He's this cop, he's white, he's got these racist views or he just had these issues. I, I don't know anyone like that. But I was still able to relate to him and I loved that. I loved the discomfort of it, but I loved the connection of it. Why did you put up these billboards? My daughter Angela was murdered seven months ago. It seems to me the police department is too busy torturing black folks to solve actual crime. What the hell is this? Dixon, I'm in the middle of my goddamn Easter dinner. Sorry, kids. I know, Chief, but I think we got kind of a problem. Sunshine beating on a good time. I'd do anything to catch your daughter's killer. I don't think those billboards is very fair. The time it took you to get out here whining like a bitch, Willoughby. Some other poor girl's probably out there being butchered right now. We've had two official complaints about those billboards. From who? The lady with a funny eye. A lady with a funny fucking eye? And a fat dentist. There's a lot of good friends of Willoughby in this town, Miss Hayes. Ow! Ah! You didn't happen to drill a little hole in the dentist today, did you? Of course not. Ah? Huh? I said, of course not. I'm sorry about Angela, but the town is dead set against these billboards. You know who threw that can? What can? How about you, sweetheart? Uh, no, I, I didn't really... Go, girl. Hey, fuckhead! What? Don't say what, Dixon, when she comes in calling you a fuckhead! Keep a case in the public eye. The better your chances are getting it solved. And when I see the sun. You know, if you hadn't stopped coming to church, you'd have a little bit more understanding of people's feelings. All this anger, man. It just begets greater anger. In three, two, one. And as sad as the spectacle of these billboards might be. This reporter, for one, hopes this finally puts an end to the strange saga of the three billboards outside. This doesn't put an end to shit, you fucking retard. This is just a fucking start. Why don't you put that on your Good Morning Missouri fucking wake up broadcast, bitch? Hi everyone and welcome to Two Words with Taku. I'm Taku Mbudzi and this podcast is all about writing, storytelling, words, wordplay, screenwriting, anything that you can think of in terms of putting words together to tell stories. In this episode, I really just want to focus on one character that I watched in a movie that really changed how I think about writing bad characters in my own stories. Uh, So the movie that I want to talk about is called Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. I watched this movie maybe a couple of weeks ago with one of my really good friends and I guess all the promo leading up to it got me excited about it. Like, oh wow, why would this mum want to um, rent three billboards? And the trailer really got me hooked and curious about the story of it. And so I'll just read a little bit from Wikipedia what they say about the movie itself. So it says, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri is a drama film written, produced, and directed by Martin McDonough. It stars Frances McDormand, Woody Harrelson, and Sam Rockwell. McDormand plays a mother who rents three billboards to call attention to her daughter's unsolved murder. So the character or the actor that I really want to focus on is Sam Rockwell, who plays Officer Dixon um, in the movie. Um, I guess... What can I say? What 
what I want to say is how clearly he portrayed this character and how I really saw and understood how his character of Officer Dixon grew within the, the story, um, within the film. So when I've been learning about screenwriting and things like that, it talks about these characters, you know, what is motivating them? What is making them want to do something? And what are they doing themselves? What actions are they taking to, to make those changes happen rather than letting things happen to them? And so watching this movie, I went in and I just went in blank and, and I just wanted to know about this world. So it's set in Missouri. It's set in this sort of small town. It's very white. It's very, um, you know, it's, it's got a bit of that, that, that country town feeling to it. And so, you know, the small police office, uh, police station and the cops and Dixon, who's played by Sam Rockwell, is one of the rogue ones. And when you first meet him, you just don't like him. He's just got that walk. He's just got that attitude. He's just got that one of those like quintessentially, you know, immediately he's sort of set as that racist guy. Um, and even in the in the story, it sort of turns out that he's beaten up this black guy. And so already you don't want to like him. And the way that he's just acting on stay um, on screen, he's not very likable at the beginning, which is great. That's what you want. You want a character that's just going to make you go, Ugh. You know, and, you know, through his words, his actions, his vibes and, and working with um, the other characters, you just get a sense of this guy just needs a hug. <laughs> Literally, that's what I was feeling. And throughout the movie, the story is so clear. You know, this mom is frustrated and she's played by Frances and she really wants this this um, this murder solved. And so she targets the the police chief guy who is Dixon's boss. And through watching the relationship that Dixon has with his boss, who's the police chief, um, it just made him human. And, and so by the end of the movie, because guys, I'm actually struggling to say what I'm trying to say here. But by the end of the movie, I was able to see how this character had changed. And throughout the movie, there were certain parts where I really didn't like him. But, and I didn't like what he was doing or saying, but I understood why he was doing that. And so, for example, there's one bit where um, he loses someone who's very close to him and and he thinks it's a result of somebody else. And so he goes across and he just, you know, belts this person, chucks them out of a window, does all this really insane stuff. But then I was watching it going, you know what? I kind of get it. I know what that pain feels like. I know it. And... Then after that, this person who, who was very dear to him or who he admired had left him a letter. And in this letter, they almost challenged him or they called him out and they said, dude, you know, you've just got to learn how to love. You've got to learn how to trust. And they said these words after they've died. So for, it's almost like they really hit home for this character, Dixon. And that's where you really see the change in him. And, and now he's kind of, you know... He's kind of feeling these feelings of, oh, I should be doing more. I could be doing more. But then he's lost his job. And then he starts to make these steps or take these actions that actually change um, his relationship with this Francis character who initially they just were butting heads. Now, I know I'm sort of sharing a lot of stuff that might sound really random if you haven't watched the movie. And I forgot to say at the beginning, oh my gosh, spoiler alert. But 
I, I guess what I'm trying to highlight is, especially if you're writing stories or just where I am as a writer, I think I've just had this epiphany. I've really had this epiphany that the bad guys in movies are also people. And I've been reading other things and watching other screenwriting videos and shoots and things like that. And they talk about, you've got to love each of your characters and treat them like people. And so if Dixon is a person, of course, he's going to want to, you know, fit in. He's going to want to belong. He's, he's going to want to be validated, acknowledged. He's going to want to be loved. He's going to want to give love, even though he might not know how to. And by the end of the movie, he gets to that place and he gets to that place where out of love, a sense of justice, he is now stepping out in ways that make him almost the hero. He becomes the hero. And what was so beautiful to watch was his transition from absolute badass asshole. You do not want to like him to oh, he's still got that badassness, but he's now actually going to use that for something good. And then the simultaneous arc of the mother, Frances, where she starts off just wanting justice. She just wants the right thing to be done. She's so pissed off. She's so frustrated. Nothing's happening. And then she kind of goes through this change or this arc herself, where at the end, she's now going a little bit rogue. And so both of them almost switch a little bit, but then now they're working together and the movie ends with both of them going off to do something together, um, you know, to, to get justice for this, for this case or to get justice for this girl. Uh, honestly, I just sat there and I, I just thought this is a beautiful movie. And so for the last few weeks, I've just been writing my own stuff and doing other things. I haven't had the chance to come on the podcast, but this has been something that's really been sitting on me because of just the clarity that I've seen in terms of writing characters that are deep. So it's not for me. I've been writing. I've been writing baddies who are just kind of like they're just a baddie. They're just mean. But kind of um, looking at this character, Dixon just really stood out for me. He is nothing like anyone I can relate to in terms of, you know, he lives out, you know, in, in America, he's this cop, he's white, he's got these racist views, or he just had these issues. I, I don't know anyone like that. But I was still able to relate to him. And I loved that. I loved the discomfort of it, but I loved the connection of it. And, and so that's got me really excited about the stories that I'm writing and the people that I'm trying to um, explore in my mind or these stories is, is, do you know what? You don't have to understand where they live. You don't have to live where these characters live. You don't have to live their lives. But those things around, um, you know, what are the things that frustrate us? What are the things that we all want? What are the things that annoy us? How do we share and manifest and exp um, express our anger, our frustrations? How do we express pain? How do we, um, how do we, sh how do we forgive? How do we redeem ourselves? And there's this one beautiful moment where the characters. Um, the main character, Frances, who's the mother who's trying to get justice for her daughter and Dixon, there's this one scene where it clicks for her that, oh, maybe he's maybe he's not the bad guy because there's this fire at this police station and he happens to be in it by mistake or just by coincidence. And 
When he jumps out of the window to get out of the fire, he takes the file that has all the information for this mother's daughter's case. And, you know, as she walks up to him to look at him, he's on the ground, his, his face is all bent. She notices the file and it's like, wow. Ah, oh, it was just beautiful. It was really, really beautiful. And the story made sense. The, the characters were just so um, rich. And I mean, I'll be honest, I can't watch movies the same anymore. I feel as if I've just got this new lens when I'm watching these stories. Like, where are they going? Okay, so in the first 10 minutes, have they told me where I am? Have they told me the context of this space? Have they shown me these characters? What, what am I assuming about these people right now? And then let me see where that goes rather than, oh, he's, he's definitely going to be a goodie at the end or, you know, she's going to find the, the murderer. I, I almost am letting myself get caught up in what is the writer, the director, the actors, what are they telling me in that first 10 minutes and let's see where I end up. And I really enjoyed this movie and I really am excited to talk about it because Sam Rockwell just won the BAFTA for supporting actor for it. And I also watched uh, a Hollywood Reporter Roundtable. If you have not heard of these before, go on YouTube. They have um, these roundtables. It's the Hollywood Reporter. And they'll do roundtables with directors or with actors, with comedy actors, drama actors, uh, showrunners or screenwriters, just different people who are big names in the industry. And they'll sit them on a table and just throw questions to them. And they just share different things about their experiences. And so, yeah, I watched one with drama actors. It had Tom Hanks. It had John Boyega. It had, uh, I think... I can't remember. It might have been Chris Chris Walker, Walken. Uh, I can't remember his name. And then it had Sam Rockwell in it. And this is the first time ever I've ever seen Sam as a person or in his actor, as in just a normal person talking about his practice as an actor. And it was really interesting because he was talking about the kinds of roles that he gets cast for and. Yeah, it is quite common that he plays the, these kinds of characters, you know, the racist guy or the one who's a bit dark or, you know, but when he was now talking as a normal person about these roles, I just got really curious about him and his story. And I think then I watched three billboards after I'd seen that and I just really appreciated his, his gift. Sam Rockwell is very talented and I really appreciated the lessons from watching this movie being put together and the story it told and the way the characters um, surprised me, excited me and intrigued me and the way that it inspired me to think about the way that I write my stories as well. That I really just wanted to share that with you guys that this is where I am. This podcast is about writing and it's about the things that I'm learning and you know, I just want to share those things as they happen. And yeah, I'm watching a lot of movies. I'm learning so much and it is delicious. That is the only word I can tell you. It is delicious to be taking in all this knowledge and seeing what other people are doing and then testing it with my stuff and, and just being completely blown away by how my stories are just, just going into new and exciting places. And that's where I am. So uh, I wanted to keep this short and sweet. If you do want to see more of my stories or see what I'm up to, you can find me at taku.com.au. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter as at Taku Speaks. And then on Facebook and YouTube, I am Taku TV. 
but yeah thanks for listening and if you can go and watch this movie uh yeah i hope you enjoyed as much as i did all right thanks everyone and have a fabulous day